for April the 4th, Oswald Chambers chose John 16.32, and he just chose a portion of it where the Lord Jesus says, and John writes, Behold, the hour cometh that ye shall be scattered. And Mr. Chambers makes the point that Jesus is not rebuking the disciples. Their faith was real, but it was disturbed. That's an interesting word for him to use. He goes on, it was not at work in actual things. That's the way he defines disturbed, most probative. He goes on and he says, writes, the disciples were scattered to their own interests, alive to interests that never were in Jesus Christ. Are we prepared to let God do as he likes with us? Prepared to be separated from conscious blessings? Until Jesus Christ is Lord, we all have ends of our own to serve. And then he closes his writing with spiritual grit is what we need. He has so much in this um, passage. Mr. Chambers recognizes, as the disciples did, that the hour for their trouble and their sorrow was upon them. And, and what Jesus did, he captured the metaphor of chapter 10 regarding the wolf scattering the sheep. And they would be scattered geographically, but he's also referencing where their hearts are. Jesus has warning them of their vulnerability. They would fail at the moment of crisis. Remember, only Peter and John attended the trial, and John alone, among the 11, attended the crucifixion. Men just have feet of clay. That's the way we are. Uh, scores of Christians think they're living in the power of the Holy Spirit, but they are not. Your responsibility is to ask God to examine your own life and to show you whether you live more in the lust of the flesh or in the power of the Spirit. Or, or you live in a life focused upon Christ, or, or, or are you scattered? And what God wants you to know is you must cease striving in your own effort to do His will. Now, my friend, think. Would your Christians describe you your Christian friends describe you as, a, as being a man's man or being God's man? Would they be more apt to describe you in the terms of being strong or by the word spiritual? Remember, Paul said to the Christians in Corinth, I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, for you are still fleshly. Your responsibility is to walk by the Spirit so as not to carry out the desires of the flesh, even if the desires of the flesh appear good. Most Christians, and I hate to say this, but it's just true, are mediocre Christians. And mediocre Christians have very little impact upon their culture. God has destined Christians not for mediocrity, but to be more than conquerors. But you have to surrender your scatteredness to Christ. Some Christians are fearful of what's going to happen if they totally surrender to Jesus and if they begin to live absolutely abandoned lives to his control, his promises, and his ways. Dear one, the hour is coming when all impediments to holiness shall be removed. So your responsibility is to estimate all matters today by the view you will have of them when you go to heaven. Then you'll be able to distinguish princes, paupers, the rich, and the beggars. Then you'll be enabled to live above the influences, the cares, the smiles, and the frowns of this world. This is not your home because you're only residing here for a season to fulfill God's purpose in your life. May it be so.